Hi guys, welcome back to What Do We Know? Actually, I'm going to start this episode a bit differently because I realised that given the theme of this episode, it would be nice for you guys to hear about something else. So I was actually looking at this the other day and I realised that I always say hi or hey or hello and I never say the Islamic greeting to most people because I don't know, maybe they're not Muslim or I just feel like my natural instinct is not to say it except with the right group of people. And so I wanted to start this episode off with assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu in islam that basically means this is not just a hi or how are you or hello it's not just as simple as the english greeting and it is so much deeper and so much more meaningful so whenever you say that to someone you're basically saying may peace be upon you and the mercy of allah and his blessings and that is so beautiful like when you think about it all i ever say to people is hi like hi hi <laughs> hi means nothing other than hi and that greeting is so beautiful and yet i rarely ever say it so to you both assalamu alaikum i love that manny and you know what in response to that i will say wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and to everyone listening that is basically the response that you give to someone who greets you in that way in islam because you're basically saying and may the peace peace and blessings of Allah be upon you too so that really made me smile Manny I love that I want to send you guys a video after but girl that was very nice um I'm just gonna keep it to hi hi everyone Um, (laughs) that's fine um so I was watching (laughs) I was watching this video from Mifti Mankry and he made it sound so powerful and it was so beautiful and I want to put it in our description box just so you guys have a bit of an understanding of as to how powerful these words are and it's so beautiful and we are going to be speaking about today um, something that Muslims observe once a year throughout the month of Ramadan which is fasting and for those of you that don't already know we are Muslims so all three of us are Muslim so just as an intro ramadan is the ninth month of the islamic calendar and muslims basically spend the whole month fasting so they don't just fast from start to finish it is a daily fast where they fast from dawn to dusk and throughout this month i guess the biggest thing people realize is that you can't eat or drink but that is the bare minimum of what it means to observe a day of fasting it really is more about not more about but it is equally about the soul and nourishing your mind and abstaining from bad things that are unhealthy for you that you should not basically do during the time that you're fasting so I feel like most people see Ramadan as just fasting and it is so much more than just taking away your food and drink and if you only take away your food and drink I think you miss out on a lot of the benefits or blessings of the month in this episode I wanted to talk about our personal experiences with the month and I have some questions for the girls but just equally we just want to have a conversation with you guys about how Ramadan is for us how Eid is for us and as this episode goes out it will either be Eid day or the day before Eid so I'm very excited for that so that is exciting I can't believe it's so close to the end now but it is one of the the most 10 days it is the last 10 days so crazy it is crazy and it's one of the most powerful times of the month as well so for those of you that don't know Laylatul Qadr is one of the most powerful nights of any Islamic day and it's more powerful than a thousand months so anything that you do in that night is multiplied as if you've done it for over a thousand months and that is insane um we don't know the exact date so that's why the entire 10 days are sorry 10 nights are some of the most blessed of the entire year so 
Now I want to get into what we do because I gave you guys a ramble. Firstly, what does Ramadan mean to you and how has this year's been so far? Ru, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, so what does Ramadan mean to me? Um, I think, well, not just to me, but I think to every Muslim, it is that time of year that is singularly special, like compared to the other 11 months in the Islamic calendar. Obviously, every month does have significance and lots. Of, there's lots of special events and things that happen throughout the Islamic year. But I think Ramadan, because it's month long and it's not just, you know, like a one day that's special for Muslims, it's automatically like a special time of the year. For me, it's it's my one of my favourite times of the year. I think that's there's that excitement and buzz that you get knowing Ramadan is coming. And it's really weird, but I don't know how to describe it. It's like something in the atmosphere just just changes and I don't know how to describe it but you just feel it it's like your heart feels different everything just feels more peaceful and it's like you know that Ramadan is here I I don't know how to put it Mm. into words but there's just this feeling I think for me it's definitely that time of year which is like where you need a bit of a spiritual boost or where you feel like right you know this special time has come and you know, the values of doing certain things, the values of, you know, praying more and reading Quran and doing things that you probably would do throughout the year. But it's just all that more special because you do it in Ramadan and there's that significance attached to it. So I think doing those things just gives you that that little boost that sometimes people need. I feel like for me, it always comes at a time where I do feel like, right, you know, my faith or my, my Iman is probably dipping a little bit because obviously it is always up and down you know no one's faith is one straight single line and it just comes and fixes you in a way I don't know if that's quite deep but it does and you know saying all of that it's not you know 100% every single day obviously you do have days where you might feel tired and you're not staying up all night you know praying and you're not reading the ground constantly but it is that time where you do feel that strength and that motivation to do more so yeah it's it does mean a lot I think it's a very special time for for everyone and for me and this year's has been oh it's been amazing every year is amazing but it's been it's definitely very different I think a because of covid although last year's covid Ramadan was also different to this year's because last year we were in a proper lockdown this year rules are a little bit different and you can kind of obviously meet people in the park and do those kind of things um and also be for me um i'm also married so i'm not with my family to so to say um in my own house with my husband so ramadan in that sense is also very different um yeah i'd say different is the word to describe how this year's has been so far i feel like it's gone really fast too i can't believe that we're in the last 10 days but we say that every year <laughs> <laughs> i know we do say that every year how about you girl i can echo um what um aruj just said it really is a month of, I guess, just having a solid opportunity to reflect, like revive your Iman. Obviously, Iman fluctuates throughout the year, but this month is is a month that's so special that with Muslims globally, it's like a collective effort to really kind of connect and do better like on a personal level is the month to really ask for forgiveness um and and just kind of do so much more with with your kind of faith um for me i I always feel like it's a 
point of reconnection. It's doing more than I probably do throughout the year. Um, and it's a time where it just helps me remind myself that, you know, when I fluctuate throughout the year that I can always pick up because I can do it in this month, I can do it next time I feel like I'm dipping. Um, it's a time where you, you spend more of your time just learning more and doing more faith-wise as well, like praying, um, learning, doing good deeds, etc. So it's just a time where you just do more than what you would usually do. There's um, extra prayers to go throughout um, Ramadan, known as the Marawi. Um And so again, there's just more to get involved in and more to kind of mentally just allowing yourself to just take a break and a stop and think more about the faith that we want to strengthen ourselves in in a time where everybody's doing it and that it just helps and boosts your own drive to do better as well the month of reflection is is still there because you're practicing a bit more than usual you just get a chance to really think about what's what's kind of put you down or what you're trying to kind of you know make better for yourself in this life as well and it's just about a point of just reconnecting thinking about something that you want to fix and just kind of making making a clear plan and and prayer to kind of go towards what your heart kind of desires and what you want to achieve as well so it's just a point to kind of really make the most of the month also i probably need to talk a bit louder in the mic so you can see the um things go low what was I i'll say? be having to amplify that later you will. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, sorry. Going back to the point about um, being able to uh, let go of your kind of day-to-day, -day, I don't know, use of phone for going on social media and scrolling and watching movies and music and everything. With age and with experience gets better. I think the more you put yourself forward to learn and be around people that will teach you and, and you will learn from is the more strength you find in faith and I think that comes with time to find those people and to find your path so everybody's Ramadan experience is very different and um I just I guess I'm talking to people that sometimes feel like even during Ramadan their Iman feels quite weak and they feel like they're not doing as much as other people or as much as they feel like they should anything is better than nothing and it is kind of like a time to just remember that it's really just between you and God and no one else. Sorry, that didn't even answer the point about not watching TV series. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Can I just pick up on yeah. that? Because that was a good point. And I do want to quickly mention that when you said don't compare yourself to anyone else, I think that is so solid because what we do is we see how others portray themselves on social media because you will never know your relationship to Allah. Only you and Allah know that because that is inside of you. So don't compare yourself to anyone else. And yeah, focus on you, like whatever that means. Even if it's small to everyone else, it's big for you and Allah will know that absolutely um mm. it's easier when you start prepping yourself better each year for ramadan and there will be some years where you know you'll continuously watch a series throughout ramadan and again like you're still doing other stuff it's you're not going to be able to just get up and just do everything all at once and it should never be like that it should be kind of a continuous even after ramadan that it's kind of something that helps you to better yourself so the small sacrifices we make in order to be more spiritual and more 
um, more practicing during the month of Ramadan is something that is a real conscious des- decision and doesn't kind of instantly happen. Mm. Um, so yeah, it just gets easier with time. I, I won't lie, back when I was a teenager, I, I, I still had my iPod on me during the month of Ramadan, it got me through. And, you know, you would switch between the sheaths and songs, but it doesn't mean I wasn't like dropping my normal playlist along with Nasheed's in the evening like it's just one of those things isn't it you just kind of learn to get better at it and it gets easier um and actually there's so much reward in kind of even like sacrificing um those kind of worldly goods even for a couple of days and even marking it for like 30 days as well so yeah again I'm just kind of I guess highlighting that it's not where all Muslims around the world are instantly the perfect version (laughs) there is no perfect version but it's it's a point where we get to really stop and kind of reconnect with um, Islam and and our practice so yeah I'm glad that you said that you know because I feel like people would be able to relate to that I definitely know as a teenager and how I am now my my Ramadan is completely different. My Iman is different and what I believe is different. Like the way I feel towards my religion is different. And that is just natural. You're right. It's going to come with experience and time and getting to know yourself and know who you want to be, what you want to be doing. And yeah, I'm glad you said that because people will always depict it as you are just perfect in this month, but we're not. Like I'm just talking about the beauty of the month rather than... Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's actually perfect. It's actually perfect timing. <laughs> I I might just leave that in, but that was the call to prayer. So oh, that, that is the adhan that we have. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Aruj has this adhan clock at home and it basically starts the adhan whenever it's prayer time. And so that's what you heard just a few seconds ago. I might leave that in. Um, but girl, what you didn't do is ask or say how this say. Ramadan is going. I think this Ramadan and last year's Ramadan has probably been one of the best Ramadans I've had over a long period of time. It's just been easier in terms of the point that Manny made that it's not always about food. And I think that every Ramadan before has has always been about food. It's always been about distributing food to neighbours and friends. And whilst we've still done that, um, before pre-COVID, we would invite people over for iftar. So you would open fast at a friend's house or a family's house. And actually, whilst that's all great and amazing, and it is all part of Ramadan and it shouldn't be taken out, I think that we as a South Asian community really take it a step further about overeating. And I think that completely dismisses the point of why we're opening the fast together because it's not about the food. And I think mm-hmm. that's always been slightly kind of hectic throughout Ramadan I've really enjoyed the simplicity that the last two Ramadan uh, Ramadans have given me this isn't in the spirit of Ramadan and I'm just going to put that disclaimer out but I can't deny that it has really enabled me to do so much better in the month I think having this lockdown rule and not having as much family over has has helped me to to more extent than than it has in previous Ramadans as well. So whilst you need to be, I don't know, there, there's a big thing around being patient during the month of Ramadan. I think it's been so much easier not having people around. And I think one of the most beautiful thing about Ramadan is that we as Muslims do collectively behave better in the month of Ramadan. So even your most annoying relatives are on their best behavior and <laughs> you kind of wish that was a continuous thing, but you also have to recognize that you 
you are also on your best behavior so it works two ways but I guess that's mm-hmm. something I wanted to add that it's felt a bit more simpler it's felt a lot more easier thanks girl um I loved actually both of what you had to say I feel like this is such a nice conversation I'm learning so much about you both but also I'm sure people can relate to a lot of what you said both of you um so what Ramadan means to me I think I'm going to echo what I said earlier as well about the food and the drink and the fact that that's the bare minimum. Today, I guess, in my more adult self, I think of it as much more of a spiritual month versus when I was maybe a teenager, I really was about taking away my food and drink and that was it, or mostly that was the main point. So I think I take much more out of it spiritually than I've ever done before. And I actually agree with what Aruj says, the month and the atmosphere just changes. Like I don't know how to describe that feeling and I don't know how to put it into words. It sounds crazy, but it literally is like an overnight change. And what I love about it is that every Muslim in the entire world is pretty much fasting as well. So it's so uniting. Like I had like an optician appointment last week and I had a female Muslim hijabi optometrist, 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 optometrist. And she was just, you know, talking generally about my eyes. But then we had a conversation about Ramadan because we're both observing the month and it's kind of those things that you don't really need to talk about but if you do you both know you're going through the same thing and the same challenges and it's just so uniting like there's no other month that I feel so united to other Muslims. Another thing I wanted to mention was in terms of how this Ramadan has been going so far I really like the during COVID Ramadans. I do think last year and this year has been different as well though like last Mm -hmm. year's I would say as a whole was just a different experience and this year is still great but it's just different. They're both different. I think every Ramadan is going to be different. It's going to be based on your spirituality, how you're feeling, what you're doing, how you're spending your time, how involved you are in doing things. There's so many factors that contribute to how your Ramadan is. I guess one of the biggest feelings I have anytime a new month approaches us or that I'm in a new month is gratefulness because there are so many people that didn't make this Ramadan and Ramadan is such a powerful month like there is so many blessings in it it's so heartwarming and to feel like you have been chosen to live another Ramadan is just lovely and this for so many will be their last Ramadan and we don't know who those people are so it's all about making the most of the month and trying your best whatever that best looks like for you whatever that means trying your best the only thing I'll conclude on is a lot of the month like and I know I'm speaking about it very high level that's because a lot of it is very between you and God like it's Mm -hmm. a very intimate kind of situation where even if you want to describe how you're feeling or what Ramadan means to you you'll never be able to describe it in the way it actually is and the way that it actually feels for you because it's really between you and God and what you're doing in that month is between you and Allah and I love that I love the secrecy of the month I love how intimate it can get I love how close you can feel to God there's so much to it that nobody else in the world knows and it's just you and Allah and that is amazing sorry I actually wanted to pick up on something that you said Aruj that Um, Ramadan is different in COVID and it's been different between the two COVIDs and even pre-COVID but I actually wanted to ask you both um, how has Ramadan been during COVID and what's been different about it like can you pinpoint a single thing that you can say has been the best or the worst if there's any single thing that comes out to you it'd be nice for you to share that. Last year it just it felt like a hidden blessing in a sense because 
I think one of the main things that you don't have to, not even worry, but one of the main things that was kind of taken out of our Ramadan was the iftars. So was going to people's houses and mm-hmm. as amazing as that is and as much fun as it is to obviously be with family and be with friends, and you look forward to like the weekends where everyone's doing an iftar and people are coming to yours, you're going to theirs. I think sometimes that can overtake the time that you would spend praying or worshiping or doing something, you know, not having to like do these commitments and go to these things and even for me not having to work and not having to go and commute and spend that time at work although when you're working and you're fasting it is also different because your day just goes really quick and you don't feel Mm -hmm. the fast as much but obviously that's a lot of time that you put into your work and your daily whatever you're doing your daily routine that you could spend doing something else so for example one thing that I've loved about Ramadan and COVID which is probably going to be one of the most like special things I've ever done because it was the first time I properly did it was last year in Ramadan we did a Quran class so it was a daily class um it was two hours every day and we went through the whole Quran and we would read it in the Arabic and then we'd read the translation and actually talk about and learn about the full meaning of it so you know a lot of the time when you read the Quran you'd read it in the Arabic and you have to obviously read the translation because we are not native Arabic speakers or we don't speak Arabic. Um, so to understand it, you obviously have to read the English translation. And last year was the first time that, you know, I'd I'd ever gone into like an in-depth translation understanding of the whole Quran and we finished it in Ramadan. And it was just like, it was, I was so buzzing from it. I think every day I looked forward to that class and I was so like excited. And and I remember on the last day that we finished the, the 30th chapter of the Quran, um, our teachers, you know, they all like did a did a dua, which is basically a prayer. So they like did this really long prayer for everyone, and it was so emotional. Like I, I cried. I know other people in the class felt that emotion and let it out, and it was just like wow. Last year was definitely the best Ramadan I've ever had spiritually, as in like I felt like I achieved so many things. Like one thing that I do like to do is every Ramadan I do write like a goals list of what I want to achieve in the month you know, what the things that I want to learn or read and do. Sometimes it's very basic stuff, but I think last year I really ticked everything off and was able to do a bit more. So I just love the fact that there's that less, there's less noise and more time for you to focus. Um, I have missed people. I think that is one thing that, that warmth and that, you know, when you're all together and stuff, it's such a nice mm-hmm. feeling. But um, yeah, it has been has been an experience but all good yeah. <laughs> I love that I think I yeah I can echo a lot of what you said and the whole Quran in the month thing I think that is amazing what about you girl I definitely agree with the Rouge saying which now I can't even quote because I've got a goldfish brain um <laughs> little noise and more time is that what you yeah. said there's less such? noise yeah, yeah. less noise and more time that I definitely agree with I'd probably say last Ramadan was a shock to every Muslim around the world I think the truth is that we were trying to adapt a month where things are connected to people being around people praying with people eating with people and keeping that kind of spiritual connection it was a very weird time to kind of adapt all of that to kind of go COVID guidelines and being in lockdown. It was a bit of most people trying to 
make the most of the month with the worry in the back of their head that COVID is a very real thing and it's stopped so much of what the planning of Ramadan is usually about. I think last Ramadan was a shock to those that are committed to going and reading Drawi in the mosque. So it was it was strange to see everybody at home because usually the evenings get a bit lighter, especially if you have men in that house. And actually my mum goes to the mosque as well. And it was just everybody was in the house and it was just... We were just all together, just as a family, no one else. So um, I think adapting to COVID was it was a strange time. But also, I think much of the world like found different ways to kind of heal themselves and find hope in a year that felt like everything was coming to an end. So I was one of those people where I thought, this may be my last Ramadan, so let me make the <laughs> bi- biggest effort I can. And yeah. I found myself to really enjoy reconnecting and kind of revive reviving my iman in that way um because i think it, during the tough times is when you turn to god the most and i think last year was a really tough year and just to kind of have that month to observe was um something that we all thought you know what this this is the best thing that can come out of a year that feels really hopeless i think the internet also connects us in amazing ways as well so just being able to see how everyone else in the world is observing Ramadan, how they're praying, how they're keeping it alive. Again, you don't have to be there. It's always beautiful to be there in person with someone, but it's also beautiful to see that we can also connect virtually as well, because that's a very real thing. And just just to kind of like keep those evening prayers up. And it's just like the most of last last 10 days to kind of really just just really wrap up and have another really enjoyable Ramadan and then Eid day may may Allah give me the patience for whoever's visiting that day <laughs> it's true I, it's, just, it's one thing that is the weakest part of my iman is people um and I recognize that I try to work to better myself and I'm I think it's good to be open and honest on the podcast where my weakness lies because I think it might resonate with someone else who may feel that that is something that you know is really pulling their like Ramadan down and and again just remember you can pick yourself up every second of the day not even every day just you can pick yourself up where you left left from the two things actually I wanted to mention from both of what you said was time Aruj I totally agree like it's the time like you only have 29 or 30 days in Ramadan and you only have that amount of time so you're working you're having to juggle like different iftars in the past and like going to people and seeing people and then you have less time to do like the spiritual things the spiritual side of things and this year and last year I feel like we've had much more time to do that and that has been incredible and The second thing that you said on this is about social media and I would definitely second that. There are definitely pros and cons to absolutely everything but with social media we were able to have a virtual community and a virtual relationship with people that we otherwise would never have and just as you can virtually see each other for different reasons the Islamic community also bonds online which is amazing and I'm sure, okay, some of you guys definitely follow Rouge and I'm sure some of you guys see her stories, but she basically has this thing every single day where she kind of educates everyone really about things special of that day or the month of Ramadan. And it's so lovely because that is a power of social media. Like we get so much knowledge and we can transfer knowledge. We can 
see what people are doing virtually like there's so much that you can take advantage of that I'm sure a hundred years ago or even 20 years ago we definitely didn't do so two things I would say will have been amazing about COVID the time we have with our spiritual side and then the social media aspect because we still can connect even if we're not in person and that's been amazing um now that we've spoken about ramadan when this episode goes out it will be near eid at the end of ramadan muslims are given an eid day so it's eid al-fitr and you're basically celebrating food after being able to fast after a whole month so it's a very amazing special day just like other religions have special celebrations eid is a very special celebration in islam there are two eids and in this one we basically like what do we do i i guess that's why i want to ask the girls like what does your eid day look like what do you guys do do you feel excited with eid and what are your plans for this eid have something sweet to start eid day off and that's actually how it happens in our family I've got better with time. I'm just going to be very honest that I do wake up around 12. And Eve has always <laughs> been an afternoon and evening thing for us anyway. Um, but I think slowly I've realized, you know, I should really try to make an effort to kind of make a whole day of it. But it's just because naturally Eve day has always kind of, people have always come over to our house because um, we are the main house where everybody comes together it would be nice if someone else hosted it but whatever no, I'm joking <laughs> no you know what keep that in because that's very true and there are families out there that will be able to resonate especially if you are the main household um but anyway it's as nice as it is I will then kind of like wake up have my either kind of breakfast or um, afternoon brunch, brunch. If you want to call it um and then my mum just looks at me and she's just like before all visitors come you know before your dad comes home get ready so that you know when they see your face you're you're not the same person you've been during Ramadan in your loungewear that's literally her words to me she's just like just look different on either day today please and I'm like <laughs> okay but can I get some food in my stomach and then I just take my good like time getting ready and honestly I don't even know why it takes me so long to get ready um on either day especially because I'm at home then everyone's here and and then it's just feast after feast really that is Ramadan uh, Ramadan sorry that's Eid day for me um and I would just like to say that um Eid money which is like gifts given as well you know what I think that some some families have started to for quite some time have started to do actual Eid gifts but tra traditionally money was the gift right um and I would like to say today my Eid money hasn't completely stopped and that my mum and dad are really lovely and they're the only Less people them. that give me Eid money. Sometimes I can bully my brother-in-law and he gives me Eid money, but in the last few years, he's just, you know, he runs every time he sees me. And so, yeah, that that's my Eid day. Um, and it's always been spent with families and there's been a couple of Eids in the past where I have had the opportunity to spend it with you guys, um, which was always I was just really thinking. nice. I was just thinking I, about that. Yeah. Um, although I slightly live a little bit further away from you guys, I was always slightly envious of how local you were to each other. And obviously things have changed because Aruj is married and like everybody's just kind of moving out. To I was just going to say, Sindus, you know, you're actually yeah. closer to me now than I'm closer oh, to you okay. than the other girls now. My, the door is open. <laughs> Because what, what friends help to do is, like, I feel like I've got something to do on Eve as well. Like, as lovely as family are, like me and my family, we're quite a small family. So nobody's a new face in my household. I'm like, oh, 
same old people just saw you yesterday kind of thing so it's always really nice to see um friends so by the way guys my door is open on either day the evening you come over for some chai and you know like food and whatever I'm telling you guys are more than welcome to come over <laughs> even if it's the next day but yeah that that's like either day for me it's <laughs> I love that when I think of Eid, it is family, it is friends, it is it's eating. Oh my God, it's definitely all about the food. Um, what made me laugh, well, I was smiling here, was when some of this was talking about waking up at 12. I just remembered, obviously, my previous Eids compared with this Eid, obviously, were all different because that was when I was not married. I was at my mum's house and um, my mum would actually wake us all up at seven in the morning on Eid. So... She likes us to be up early. She wants everyone to have their clothes ready the night before. She wants everyone to have showered. And, you know, obviously the boys all go for Eid prayer. But my mum also liked to go herself as well. So, you know, there are a few Eid days. Um, Well, yeah, there are a few Eids where also me and my sister have gone with them. And it is quite nice, like, getting up early, you know, having your shower, getting ready. Um, obviously, when we go to Eid prayer, like I've got like a separate, I'll put an abaya on or something to go and pray the Eid prayer. Um, and on Eid, you are supposed to wear new clothes. So then I'll have like my outfit ready as well to come home. I think because my family are quite small, my Eid has always been very like not quiet because it's always been quite fun, like with my siblings and then my grandparents come around. Um, for those of you who may may or may not know, um, I used to live two doors away from from Manny. So on Eid morning, we'd literally, before Manny goes to her grandparents' house, um, me and my sister would literally pop over. And, um, and they, had a, they would have a whole photo we shoot. we have our little Eid pictures. <laughs> we'd have some, you know, Manny's mum always makes like some dessert or something or Eid brunch, breakfast even. So I would have a bit of that. I think it's constant eating on Eid day. That's what makes me laugh. And there are a few houses as well on the neighbourhood that we sort of pop round. Even if it's for like 10 minutes just to go in and say Eid Mubarak, it's really nice. Um yeah and then I think Eid for me is just like it's usually quite chilled so I would probably come home by the late afternoon like two three o'clock or something after like doing rounds and stuff and we might go to an auntie's house or they might come round it's funny because we'd go to someone's house and then later on they'd come to our house and it's like oh we saw you earlier on (laughs) I think on Eid actually there is that slump moment as well where like everyone just kind of feels like they've eaten too much food and everyone's sat on the (laughs) sofa and you're like oh my god I've eaten so much, but I could also eat again. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then me and my siblings would usually like maybe play a board game, sometimes put a film on or go for a drive or something. I think when Eid's, when it's sunny on Eid, it makes it even nicer because everyone goes out in the yeah. garden. So yeah, Eid's always really nice. And I feel like it's really, it's a nice end to such a beautiful month as well because you feel like, wow, like it's always something exciting to look forward to. Um, talking about Eid gifts and, you know, Eid money. Um, Sundas, I also still get Eid money. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting. <laughs> Only for my Keep parents. Keep it alive as you can. Yeah, Actually, parents no, my easy. granddad as well. My Aww. granddad does, he, he does come and give Bless me it. £20 as well. And I'm like, oh, me, me too. He'll, he'll give it to all my siblings. And because I'm the eldest, he's, he still comes and gives it to me. And I'm like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Us as friends have also done like secret Eid. So we've given each other mm. gifts as well, which has been fun. Um it's yeah it's a really nice it's a really nice day I think honestly after a month of not eating I do really look forward to eating um <laughs> and I think especially on Eid day like it's not normal food that's cooked you're, you it's all the sweet dishes it's the biryani and like everything oh. comes out it's amazing yeah. Eid this year is something I'm 
looking forward to like even more because it's my first Eid after I got married. I feel like I've said I've got married like 50 times in this episode. Because it relates, because it relates to it. Is. Yeah, it is. I think this year is going to be really different. Um, A, because like I think Eid morning and like the whole start of the day is going to be different. So it's just going to be like me in my own house and my husband. I think I'll stick to the tradition of waking up early. I do like that. Um, I also don't really know what the plan is with Eid this year, obviously with COVID, because my husband also has a much bigger family than I do, um, which I'm actually looking forward to because I've never had an Eid with like such a big extended family. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what that will be like. I'm looking forward to dressing up because yeah I, I do dress up when i get the chance to i guess but it's gonna be fun so i want to hear your story now <laughs> i went to morocco and eid came in between the time that i was there so i was actually there for like this um whole volunteering campaign thing it was eid alada that i was there for so it wasn't the month of ramadan that i was spending there and um i missed eid prayer and i was so annoyed because like in that country they the adhan is um kind of out loud and I remember waking up and the group of Muslims that were in the in the kind of Riyadh with me um they were all gone and I was just like I can't believe the one year where I could have (laughs) got up in the morning and actually you know observed Eid prayer because there's so much space there it's not even like our local mosques that are like oh we're a bit you know capacity's full it was like the one opportune moment for me to go and observe Eid prayer and I missed it and I was so annoyed with myself like the way I woke up like ready ready to go and I just stepped outside I was like they've gone and I looked at the time and I was like they are definitely like in the middle of Eid prayer now like there's no way I can join um <laughs> I'm just so ashamed of myself. But one day, guys, one day I will wake up on time and just like at least tick off an Eid prayer. Um, it's just So Eid for me, oh, it's just so amazing. Eid day after Ramadan is so beautiful. It's so joyful. Everybody is just so excited and happy and got so much energy and I really love going to the mosque to read the Eid prayer. It's honestly so beautiful having that moment in the morning where you wake up early, get ready. And you know waking up early on Eid morning is not waking up more early on any other morning. It's literally the most buzzing feeling ever. And I just absolutely love it. I love Eid. Let's wrap up this episode and... I want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Please let us know how your Ramadan and your Eid is. Eid Mubarak to everybody that is celebrating. And with that, we can wrap up the episode with what's on our mind. So, girl. What's on my mind is all the food on Eid day now. You got me really excited. Um, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to it. Mine's a bit random. Um it's just because a friend just texted me saying she's feeding tacos tonight for iftar and we actually made ta- well i didn't but my brother made tacos yesterday for iftar um and we put like beef um beef minced meat in it and i remember that when when we were both when we were in the u.s i tried taco bell and because they <laughs> i could only have the vegetarian option i was actually extremely disappointed but they were nice um but there's a bit of a mystery right so they were making tacos and obviously my brother doesn't cook very often but he managed to flood the kitchen like there was so much water on the floor and we're still trying to figure out like how does tacos and water go together like at what point did did, like how did he like flood the kitchen kind of that's that's the mystery that's just kind of sitting on my mind at the moment the more i think about it i'm just trying to figure out what he was doing 
<laughs> but yeah, they were really good tacos, by the way. Okay, so what's on my mind is food. I'm so hungry, guys. And you talking about tacos does not help because I absolutely love them. I just... You know what I'm really craving today? I want hot chicken noodles. Like, you know... Oh, my God. I I just want noodles. Like, the really spicy hot ones. The ones that people do challenges with because me and Madia absolutely love them. I'm going to go get them to eat today. But, yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great... Well, Ramadan is done, but have a great Eid, everybody, and we shall see you next week. Adios. Bye. Bye. Take care, bye, bye. guys.